are listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loud-mouthed movie cynic. And action! All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, James, what are we doing? Best of Loud on the Set, Volume 3. Volume 3? Another compilation, Kyle. We had enough material to put together not one, not two, but three best of volumes so far. Well, Kyle, depending on the time machine that is podcasting and banking episodes, <laughs> we're, we're, we're around 100 episodes. Wow. We're, we're, some, we're, we're before it. Or after it, <laughs> depending on when this gets released, right? We're somewhere around 100. That is impressive. And I remind all of our loyal listeners, friends, family, fans, every week for, again, over 100 weeks or just under, just over, whatever, right? Without stopping. Without stopping. Without fail. We can't be stopped. We won't be stopped. Never stop. Never stopping. <laughs> anyway, folks, this is Best of Loud on the Set, Volume 3. We're meant to be a comedy podcast, and so when we do these compilations, it's all the humorous elements. Uh, maybe one day, Kyle, we'll, we'll bank all of your great analysis, you know, yeah. all your great points. It wouldn't be as funny. It would just be like, wow, yeah, this guy's the fuck real. wants to listen to that, yeah. though? <laughs> uh, so I generally skip over all the highbrow, really quality analyses of the movies and I go straight for the jokes straight for the jokes straight for the jokes and here we go straight to the jokes hope you enjoy best of loud on the set volume 3 here we go 28 hours 28 and a half hours of published loud on the set so I've spent over a day of my life sitting here across from Mike with you yeah you you own a day and four hours of my life one whole day motherfucker <laughs> nah, it's been great. It's wild. One it's hell great. of a day. I'm going to piggyback. Can I oh, piggy? Oh, piggy. <laughs> there it is. And, uh, you know, Kyle's a little bit younger. You can probably tell, um, well, through getting to My voice. voice still cracks on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. We're never thinking about saying any of this nope. stuff. But nope. it's, it, after we say it, then it can be kind of come. <laughs> just like that it kind of becomes a joke after that oh, and yeah. it's uh it's... ant-man sucks all right welcome to the show my name is kyle piggy nitpicking the honey baby interesting garbage uh kyle help me out here getting <laughs> getting flustered i can't i can't a lot of care a lot of care there a lot was a lot of focus care. focus this is a tool <laughs> Uh, grades. Give it a grade, right? Give it a grade. Ravel. Our newest lexicon. Ravel. Right? That's yes. just been the past couple of weeks. Ravel, Ravel has been a good one. Cockamamie bullshit. <laughs> uh, lists. Goofy intros and outros like spotlight. Spot- spotlight. Spotlight. Um, <laughs> our skits. Our funny voices during skits. Oh, it's so good. Oh, here's we one, haven't done enough skits. Here's one that we have not. Here's one that most people don't get a chance to hear. Uh, but it happens before and after, and sometimes during the episodes, and it sounds like this. <laughs> yeah. While we clear our throats, that's, getting ready to talk. That's a behind the scenes lexicon kind of Oh, one of my favorites, the awkward shoehorn. Awkward shoehorn. Oh my god, huge fucking plot hole. Uh, the post spoiler spoiler, spoiler <laughs> alert, right? Yes. And fucking up actors' names. Yeah. And then oh Kyle, Kyle apologizing on my behalf. You're great. Yes. We love you. Yeah. Look at that list of lexicon. That is great. Yeah. Like to call it? Got our snacks. We got our snacks snuggle, uh, snuggled. <laughs> Smuggled them in. Uh, and one of the things that I see repeating over and over in my comments are the characters. Too many fucking characters, Kyle. Unbelievable. I, so many goddamn characters. 
And ev- does every single one of them have to have some little fucking thing to fight for or a little conflict? I'll give you some examples. Here's some examples. I got my list. I got everything going. It's, Hit me it's, up. Let the healing begin, Let Kyle. it go. Let it go. Here we go. Year two, episode one, <laughs> baby, or episode 53. All right. The black kid and the Liam, what the fuck's his name? Hemsworth? Helmsworth? Yeah, Whatever. Hemsworth. You're Whatever. not great. We don't love you. <laughs> Let's just take those two examples. Ready? The black guy, the black pilot. Here's what he has going on in the movie. You ready for this? I'm ready. His dad is Will Smith, the hero from 96. Yes. He's dead. His mom somehow <laughs> went from being... Yeah. Can I stop you right there and right. just address how stupid Will Smith's absence from the film was summed up? Yeah, but... Do you, you know, remember? Do you remember what it was? No, I don't remember what they said. Fill me in, but... It was... Hey, do you feel pretty weird coming back to the aircraft hangar yep. named after your father who died when he was test piloting? Huh. That was it. That was it. They just off the cuff just says that to this guy. Well, that's a character. What the hell? That's a category of critique we'll get to later, and that is just the the dialogue, the awkward, the awkward forced exposition via terrible dialogue. It was almost like there were no characters because everything was just made up and interchangeable. But anyway, here we go. Stupid. Here's what the black pilot, the wannabe Will Smith, had going on. One, his dad was the hero, Will Smith, from the first movie. Dead, as as Kyle just eloquently, eloquently stated to us. Also amazing that we even percepted that through the shittiness of the film. Well, but, he, well, he, hey, a, we got a couple pop a fucking, a fucking portrait of him is hanging in the White House. <laughs> a portrait of Will Smith is hanging in the... Yep. Anyway, uh, two, his, his formerly stripper mom is now a doctor at a hospital. Mm. She dies. All yep. right, so now... <laughs> Dad, no dead. spoiler alerts. Dad, hero, dad, dead. Mom, dead on the top of the building, and he's got beef with the Helmsworth brother. And his character's got those three things going on. Absolutely. Not only did she die, but he diverted all the efforts <laughs> to <laughs> to stopping the alien invasion to go back and save two people that were on a rooftop. Oh my God! All right, well now the flip- and they followed him. Yeah. The, the flip side of him is the Liam character. I don't even know his name in the movie. I don't know his name either. All right, Hotshot. I don't know. Hotshot. Hotshot, spiky-haired, Piece frosted of sh- tips. maverick shit. <laughs> here's, here's what he has going on. One, a fiancé. Two, he's the hotshot who's got a problem with authority, right? Mm-hmm. Three, a little sidekick who's on his dick the whole movie, right? Absolutely. Four, he's got beef with the black guy. That's two characters, seven subplots... Oh, so so do something. I, do I keep going? Do no, you want me to keep so, going? So here's the thing. Right after thing, I reflected on the scene in which we looked at each other and realized we were leaving this movie right now. Yeah. Do you remember what that was? Yeah, but you tell it better than I. Do. Liam Hemsworth looks up at the aliens inside the spaceship. He's in the ship, and he says, "Hey, aliens, I got something for you." I'm paraphrasing, but that's probably better <laughs> than what they wrote. Uh huh. He gives them the middle finger whips his fucking dick out and takes a piss on the spaceship. How do you like that, aliens? That's the level of quality we're talking about with this film. We Immediately, I looked at James and I said, I'm done. I'm done. We can't go any further. So that that sums up his character about it in a nutshell oh right there. Oh my god, yeah. Ma- would you call him a maverick? Maverick shit. <laughs> Here's another one. What is the fucking point? <laughs> Money, question mark? They got us. We voted with our dollars oh. for the comedy of this review because they got us. They did. I hope they all die and the aliens win. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, the, you, you start rooting for the aliens after a while. It was really terrible. Did. You're like, God, I don't want to deal with these characters anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. Racist, question mark? 
seems like it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, President Whitmore strolls on stage! Exclamation point. Do you remember yeah. when crazy President Lone, Lone Star, Star yep. just walks up on stage to the president yep. and all the Secret Service are there. This is the most important thing in the entire world. He's crazy. He's been crazy, and everyone knows it. He strolls up on stage. One Secret Service guy looks at another one and almost makes a move, and he holds him back and is like, nah, it's cool. He's fine. Give him the mic. He walks up on stage, gets to the microphone, and goes, I have to, to, to warn them, and then goes, and falls down. And everybody goes, oh, unbelievable. <laughs> the, the very first thing I wrote down was, do the do the aliens have footage of the president's speech from '96? How? You're like, because that's the first scene you're treated to is yeah. what looks like alien technology doing a replay of President Lone Star's speech from '96. We're gonna survive, cause today. And I wrote down like, how? What? What captured this moment for the aliens to right? replay it? Right. I'm like, how There's the fuck like, is this possible? Oh, we got a copy of the documentary called Independence Day. <laughs> must have gotten their dollar bootleg from Ecuador. There you go. Hey, um, welcome back, season two. Um, almost, yeah. <laughs> welcome back. It's the battle scenes, right? Here's a huge. All right, I'll do, I'll do two plot holes. How about yeah, this? Yeah. Okay. Huge fucking plot holes. <laughs> yes, it feels good to say that again. Uh, the shields. We oh knew. My we knew. God. All right. We had 20 years to prepare. <laughs> you know, we, we've got this this global weapon system. Blah blah. Hey, assholes! If you remember back in '96. The, the ships had shields that deflected everything. Yep. And they didn't... You mean to tell me they didn't account for that? Mm-hmm. Because when the first ships start appearing, what's the first thing they do? Shoot at them! Yep. And predictably, boom, 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 right off of the shields. What? Yep. What the fuck? Uh, all right. No, that's a huge pothole right there. How about along with that, the fact that the huge 3,000-mile spaceship or whatever it was, was just cloaked sitting out by the moon for, like, the whole beginning. Who, I, and then yeah. it uncloaked, and they were like, oh, God, they're here. Are you serious? Are I, I, you serious? I don't know. Another a minor plot hole. I'm oh. not going to call it a huge fucking, but a minor, is... A whole to-do about making that giant cannon on the moon. Mm-hmm. What a pointless piece of shit technology. Yep. When you have the whole planet ringed by satellite guns, what good is it to have a massive version of it that's only available on one side of the Earth at any given yep. time? I wrote for the aliens. This is for the aliens. Uh-huh. Blow up the moon. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, right? Him just sitting chair. there, yep. and he sits back in the chair and just uh, <laughs> exactly like that. Unbelievable! Yeah, oh my Unbelievable. god! Unbelievable! Right, How about when they the- flipped over to channel six on the alien radio? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's that may have been when you and I broke the silence rule, and I, I that may have been. I don't remember correctly. But it, at some point, we broke our silence rule in yes. this theater because we couldn't. We, we couldn't. couldn't. I turned impossible. to Kyle. I was like, "Did the, I went?" Do the aliens? Do the aliens? They they chat on Channel Six, yeah. They're they, on they Channel have, Six. They have Channel Six. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> they say that in the movie. They're on Channel Six. Yep. Uh, later on, uh, fucking what do you call it? Uh, the moon base is being plowed over by the by the big ship, right? Yep. Oh, of course, yeah. the lasers didn't work. The lasers nope. didn't work because they have a force field again. Yep. Here's uh, the Chinese captain yells out, "Everybody evacuate!" I wrote to where. <laughs> 
moon. To the dark side of the moon. I, I think I wrote in that same situation. Here's oh here's my, my Jeff Everybody Goldblum. Everybody evacuate. Here's my Jeff Goldblum. Super amazing scientist man, Jeff Goldblum, yeah. said this line. It has its own gravity. That was another quote, yep. Like, you know, everything. Everything, <laughs> everything that has mass. Oh, my God. They had nobody look over this script. One and only Andrea's here with us. Hey, you guys. <laughs> yes. I found it to be quite bad overall. So I'm starting out right there. Holy I don't think this is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. But it's so funny. The kids did such a good job. The truffle shuffle. <laughs> The truffle <laughs> shuffle. And then when they're doing Chunk in general as the characters. He's, so, he's great. He's so good. He's great. He's classic. What the hell was that weird deformed dude's name? Sloth. Sloth. Dude, what kind of nightmare fuel is that for children? <laughs> no you, way. That didn't like terrify so anybody. Lovable. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. So good. Haunting. Sloth love <laughs> chunk. It's so Yeah, good. sloth loved to you know, eat chunk. You know, for no. the longest time, if you you see you don't remember his name, but for the longest time growing up, because they never quite say sloth as far as I'm concerned, or my ear didn't hear it very clearly. I'm pretty sure me and all my brothers and sisters grew up thinking his name was Slaw. Because <laughs> it's always so like, Slaw. It's never said clearly, like, Slaw, come here. It's fucking Sloth. Say the TH <laughs> at the end, you idiots. So yeah, I thought, my whole life I thought his name was Slaw. Like, I think I did too. Yeah, right? Yeah. But his name is Sloth. Which sloth. makes no sense because he ain't a Sloth. He's cock diesel, man. <laughs> He's built as all hell. Anyway. And I wanted to make this point at some point. Point, point. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> I, wanted to make this, I wanted to bring this up at some point in the podcast, and that is Super 8 mm-hmm. by J.J. Abrams, which was clearly another one of his audition tapes to <laughs> see how hard he could suck <laughs> off Spielberg. And, and more recently, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, that TV show. I haven't mm, seen that, though. No, it was, go ahead. But anyway, Super 8, you're saying that Goonies, the Goonies, wouldn't be fit for an audience today based on some, I don't know, sexual innuendo you've picked up that we clearly have no idea exists in the movie, or violence. Oh, you can never get away with this nowadays. But Super 8 by J.J. Abrams, which was his pathetic attempt at being a Goonies movie, was violent as all hell. Remember Super 8, that uh-huh. alien? And yeah. yet that's PG-13, and yet there are really intense jump scares, and the monster itself is a huge terrorizing thing that eats people and like gets right in their face. And, like That is way less appropriate, in my opinion, for young people than the Goonies. The Goonies are Cindy Lauper. Yes. You know, like in a fun little bouncy soundtrack and some... Even Andy's character, how she's treated. Uh-huh. And then like the jerk guy, Troy. They were the Fratellis, you know? They were oh, Fratellis. Yeah. Oh. You die. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> With me. Well, then, Kyle, I, I have to ask if The Goonies, which was made in 1985, clearly before 1985, you were. 1985, damn. Before you were born. Yeah. Right? Right. All right. Um, then give us. Oh, I know a childhood movie of yours. Friggin' Toy Story. Yeah. So that's more. That's more it's your, soft. Although I, <laughs> although I, I watched Toy Story again, and I was like, did Pixar slip some like innuendos in there and things that they? Yeah, okay. there's some sexual reference uh-huh. in there. Bo there Peep sure is are. no angel, right? She's not. The uh, the plot hole of that I think other adventure movies suffer from that is 
all this cockamamie bullshit to get to, let's say, in this case, the pirate ship, uh-huh. um, where you had to have had the special key from his from his attic that fits onto a set of rocks, and uh-huh. you have to read the map a certain way and go to the house and climb down the attic and escape the bats and da da da, all this shit. But at certain points, they pass like within feet or inches of a public toilet. So like, so like, so steps one through ten could have been skipped if you just happen to like excavate under that bathroom one day, you know, uh-huh. or even the final, like finding the ship is right behind like a crack in a, a seawall, you uh-huh. know. So I don't know. I, I hate when uh, when an adventure movie where you have to piece together all these complicated uh, bits and clues undermines itself like that. Like, cause somebody like the Fratellis could have just, or Troy even could have been like, oh look. I hear them yelling to me at a wishing well in a fucking public park. You know, like, so if I dropped down at that point, I didn't need the treasure map. I didn't need the special skeleton. I didn't need anything. You know, like, I'm already in the world that they're in. It's right there. Yeah. You know? I have a point to make to that. I remember being a little kid and being like, that's undermining the... I remember thinking <laughs> no. that, like... That's funny because I was just going to ask, is this something that's just designed to be absorbed by, like, children where yes. those types of things don't matter? Yeah. What do you think, that, Andrea? It's not that it doesn't matter. It's the fact that adults only have one-track minds. Like, if you think of a child's mentality of an adult, they go do their job, they spend things, they consume, they make things, and that's it. There's all these finer things or adventure things in life that they don't participate in because they're too busy doing the day-to-day. But as a child, you have the creativity to see these things that most adults don't see. And that's like the whole plot line behind any child adventure movie or show. I know, but at one point there's pipes. So somebody went down in there to install them. They would have seen, seen, oh, look, this cave keeps going. (laughs) Or they they dug a well and people threw change into it. No, but it didn't because it wasn't until they messed up the pipes that the wall fell and revealed the next cavern. No, I'm saying you don't... Well, I'm just trying you to explain the pipes. pipes. In. You put pipes in, right? <laughs> anyway, I... Did I, anybody I, check that wall? Oh, no, it's nah, fine. We can just put the pipe here. But, it's okay. But, but someone who lived in a different time period... Cool, cool, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's just, it doesn't... You're just like, what? Who is your favorite character and why? Andrea! Oh, gosh. Put me on the spot first. All right, or Kyle. I can tell you right off the bat, it is not Mouth. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> or Corey Feldman forever. <laughs> Fucking Corey Feldman. Um, that scene with One-Eyed Willie was the actually only time where I was actually pulled out. And, oh, really? And I actually got an adult mindset. I'm like, oh. that child seems very emotionally disturbed. You're talking to that dead body like that. Yeah. And he has like this weird emotional connection to it. I'm like, I don't get it. I kind of gave up on <laughs> puzzling <laughs> things out at that point. I remember being a kid and watching that scene, and me and my brothers and sisters would just yell at the screen all the time, shut the fuck up and grab shit. Like, <laughs> like because being who I am and, and, you know, as kids, me and my, we don't have like this introspective. We're inner right. city kids. We don't have this like, I'm going to sit on a rock and reflect on my life. We're like tough kids, you know? So the first thing we think of is, grab that shit and get the hell out of there. Like, what is this monologue garbage? Get the fuck out of there. They're on your ass. That's you know? Okay. Yeah. Well, because Andy... Yeah, he should have definitely stuck up for them and, like, well, protected like, them. There's no way my, my older brother is right around that age relative to me, and I, there's another brother thrown in there, and then it's, but, uh, we're a bigger family. But still, like, we would have fought back instantly, uh-huh. like, without a doubt. They're just no? suburban kids. They don't know how to oh, fight. We're just sissy. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> fight back. And if the big. Goonies took place in Brooklyn, <laughs> oh, those Fratellis would be shit out of luck. Forget it. They been Forget, about Forget about it. About it. 
<laughs> it's not an A because I know I know in my mind that it's not great, but it, there's just there's so much heart there. Chunk, sloth, love, chunk, <laughs> sloth, love, chunk. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So I recognize the importance of that. And then that being said, I just can't go back and, you know, see it in the same way that everybody else does. So I will give it a solid C plus <laughs> because because at- oh, Rosie, mm-hmm. have you ever now or before this point in time seen a ghost? I have. You yes. have? Okay. Yes. I have right. seen so many ghosts. Oh. Where do you? Where do you- I'll, I'll challenge any of the ghosts in your house to anything right now. I'll, I'll stand in the middle of your house. Do an arm wrestling match. And come I'm on, like, ghost. Come on, kill me. The I'll, fuck you got, I'll ghost. <laughs> All right, but at least at least you avoided this trap, Rosie. At least you didn't say something like, oh, the the ghost in, in my house or in my closet wears like 1940s garb no. and blah, blah. No. Because I forget where I got this from, Kyle and Rosie, but mm-hmm. at some point, some comedian or somebody once said, yeah, why is it that ghosts always wear clothes? <laughs> Like, yeah. If 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 even the people who try to like who who find themselves being cornered by the complete lack of logic that is believing in ghosts and shit like that, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> if they believe it's like oh it's your spirit manifesting itself in some sort of electromagnetic energy and yada yada yeah it's like well what about the clothes? Well, <laughs> completely that's why, inanimate objects too. Yeah, that's why you gotta look good ghost every day shoes. because if you die, that is your ghost outfit. So do not leave the house looking looking you know all raunchy. Anyway, there's a scene in Three Men and a Baby. Yeah, it's an 80s comedy. You probably, you know, whatever. I don't know if you're too young, but um, where the camera's just simply panning a living room shot of where the three men and the baby will live. (laughs) And as the camera pans, there's a weird figure that appears in the back in like a window. Go look it up on your phone right now. All right, everybody go watch it right now. (laughs) Pause right here. Come back. Let us know if you saw it. Anyway. Okay, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I fucked that up. Um, look it up later. There's there's a classic urban legend around movies that there's a ghost in three men and a baby. Oh, I just awesome. thought of another really good thing to talk it's about. It's the most the interesting part of the fucking movie because the movie's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually like it. I love in the movies exactly what you were talking about. When they don't know that they were dead, they find out that they were dead. And then I love watching how they handle that afterwards because that can make or break the movie too mm-hmm. if that's, uh, you know... Inappropriately, uh, this movie, oh well, I guess we're all ghosts. <laughs> yeah. If you have all these capabilities of communication, why do you do it in such and such format? With what lies beneath, the ghost like writes messages to the the lady doing the investigation about the ghost on like her bathroom mirror, like you know. <laughs> okay, ghost, why didn't you just write your? Spoiler alert. Your husband is the killer. He killed me. Look for my body in such and such place. Thank you. But in each of these movies, the ghost, even though the ghost is kind of innocent and benevolent, is trying to help their own cause, decides that they're going to take 80 or so minutes to scare the shit out of you before they go, I died young. Help me. It's like Twitter. You know, you've only got eight characters if you're a ghost (laughs) right on the mirror. So, you know, you got to use them wisely. Why the hell would you torment the person that you're ultimately going to use as your vehicle to help you? Gothica, white noise, it's all the same. Like, I would beg to say yeah. we don't understand it initially, right? I guess so. That's the prevailing and kind the, of thing. That is All definitely right. an overall theme. All right, Rosie, you're a ghost, right? <laughs> you, were, you were killed. She is. You are. She's still levitating. Fucking, you know. <laughs> Shut up here. This ghost has clothes, by the way. We're family-friendly <laughs> we'll, we'll say it, yeah. Anyway, you're a ghost. You've been, you were killed by, by, let's say you were killed by somebody at work, right? 
And you, your best friend at work is like, oh, Rosie, I I wish she was still <laughs> here with her. me. You killed her. Let's be honest. You I, wish, I know. I was pointing at James. <laughs> you I, killed her. Yeah, I killed her. She's me. trying to communicate okay, okay, with wait. me to tell me yeah. that James killed Rewind. you. Rewind. So James, what the, James How would you me? communicate that to Kyle? Would you leave him bloody? In Gothica, the ghost carves. Ugh, I just spit. <laughs> Fucking popcorn all over the place. <laughs> would you carve bloody messages into Kyle's skin, which happens in Gothica to Halle Berry? Halle Berry, I think, is trying to help the ghost because they're all tormented and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. How would you do it? Would you scare the living shit out of Kyle? How would you tell me James murdered him? Yeah, How would well. I tell you, Kyle? Hmm. I mean, I'd have to get a ham radio, right? Yes. <laughs> you would. Yeah. And then, it takes care in the screenplay. <laughs> it's all garbage. It's all yeah. garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Segway so over. Garbage. Just friendly little ghosts. Like <laughs> Casper. Ghost Why can't they all be Casper? I had a huge crush on Casper when I was younger. <laughs> Hocus Pocus. You ever seen Hocus Pocus? He's shaking his Get head. Get the fuck out of here. I don't even know what it is. Get the fuck out of here. I have the DVD if you want to no borrow it. Did you have to watch Hocus Pocus? Um, a high school setting. Mm-hmm. Gossip Girl. Pretty Little Liars. Mm. Laguna Beach. And they which we didn't even talk about. Oh, I've God. Never, I've never seen yeah. it. You, you haven't seen The Nightmare Before Christmas? Get the nope. fuck out of here. <laughs> nice accent. Hi, uh, second time listener, first time podcaster. Today. <laughs> well, I really hate the ghost hunter people. I think they're assholes. Yeah, they're always trying to find hidden messages where there really aren't any. Kind of like heavy metal music turning into a Satan worshiper. They're looking for messages that don't exist because ghosts don't know how to even communicate effectively. Why would they carve things into people's bodies? Why wouldn't they just tap Morse code? Better yet, grab a pencil and some fucking paper and just write it out nice and easy. Problem solved. And why don't ghosts have better clothes? Is there no ghost shop for ghost clothing? These are the things we dwell on. James is dead. Kyle is dead. You're all dead. Paul is dead. Eat your cool edge Doritos. <laughs> Why does no one know what pink popcorn is? <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I might even leave the little last bit said because when it's played backwards, nobody will know what no, the hell we're no, talking no, about no. anyway. <laughs> I might even leave that in. Who knows? It might go crazy. And joining us for the first time, da 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 da, the one and only Elise is here. How you doing, Elise? Doing very well. Happy to be here finally. Yay! <laughs> oh yay! Welcome, Elise. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> I, I can't imagine a world where it's as loud as somebody sloppily eating, and, <laughs> and when I hear sloppily eating, I just think of people becoming more and more obese, which is disgusting. And people kissing is like young love manifesting itself. So you, it's 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 much harder to hate on love than it is on, you know, False. hot dogs. <laughs> I can I can hate. Have all the three uh, girls here slunk away from somebody before? Oh yes. <laughs> Many slunks. Many slunks have slunked. Wow. I don't think they've slunk. You've never slunk? I don't know if I've slunk. Has there been a dodge? Has there been a bob a weave? 
Oh. A bobbin from a bobbin. So it was a, a pre-slink yeah. dodge. It would have been like, <laughs> oh, you want to go to a movie? Let's invite all our other friends. Mm. Buffers. Oh. Wow. Buffers. Buffers. You buffered. That's emotional intelligence right there. Mm. Oh, you've been slunked? Oh, I've been slunked. <laughs> oh, man. I've, never, I've been slunked in a club. You know, you try to dance with a girl and she... Oh, oh. I, mm, <laughs> Yeah, I've definitely slunk away from that. Oh, I've been like, slunk, but I could just say <laughs> that in my slunk situation, I was very misled. So, oh. moving on. Her loss. I'm now. taking no responsibility her, for this. Her loss. Her loss. <laughs> Would you rather watch What Women Want starring Mel Gibson and some fucking idiot? Mel Gibson. Because he knows what women want. Right? Where he could read minds. Remember that piece of garbage? Oh, I do. I do. Or 10 Ways to Lose a Guy with Matthew McConaughey. Oh! Oh, Oh, you just fucked up, I think. Elise, which one of those two pieces of garbage would you rather watch? I think you just fucked up. This is an emotional thing for me because I have to. Have, if I have to watch Batman's parents die one more fucking time, <laughs> if I have to watch those goddamn pearls drop, I will end someone. If I have to watch that one more time, I'll go with the uncomfortable ex. Yeah. Yeah, because most of my exes, it was their fault, and I would love to make them. <laughs> I would love to make them as uncomfortable as possible. It's, pay, it's payback time, Elise. There are some exes I would not like to be trapped in a room with. So. Especially watching straight porn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That actually might have improved the relationship. I don't know, but... Sadness. Sadness. Utter and complete (laughs) despair. Two for despair. (laughs) We'll take two for despair. (laughs) Hey, at least not one, please. Uh, I'm going... I will, like, try new foods, but, like... You weren't that kid in school that I could load up a cupcake with all sorts of shit and just... Jam it in your face. Or like the people who would like <laughs> take like a cup of yogurt and put like pencil shavings, oh. like all the <laughs> I think there's a what? I was like, like a cool I was that Pika, right? This might be the second time we've made fun of Pika on the podcast. Sometimes I think I have Pika. That's a real thing. It is a real thing. I'm like, I want to eat that chalk. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? I never do. But sometimes I think about it. You know, I have a lot of questions for Nick Cage. National Why? Treasure 2. Why? <laughs> Why? Wicker Man. Ghost Rider. The Bees. Oh my god. Wicker oh my god. The Bees. <laughs> okay, right, got I'm any gonna, more? I'm going to do one last one. How about okay, that? Okay, one because more. I, I sense it. Make it the worst ones. Here we got. go. Ready? Uh, we'll go. Would you again. rather? All right. Any Adam Sandler movie of recent memory versus a fork in your eyeball. <laughs> Well, first of all, we're going to the movie with Tom Cruise. We're seeing the movie with Tom Cruise. And we did sit in the sticky seat. And Tom Tom laughed with that laugh he's got. He did that laugh, you know? You know? That one. So we're talking Arrival, a new movie by, here we go again, Denis Villeneuve. It's French, Canadian. I don't know. Um, James? Well, I will say that I thought this movie was, yeah, it was all right. Die. <laughs> and so if it's someone who's going in expecting some crazy action-filled suspense drama, not that. Yeah. No. But if you go. want 
Just go so, to Independence Day Resurgence, the best yeah. movie ever. <laughs> or or and don't sneak in and don't pay. Okay, let's Spoiler go. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Moving watch, forward. Watch uh, Superman's girlfriend and Hawkeye go draw pictures on an extra sketch. <laughs> what? That's what happened in the movie. Wait, what? Hawkeye and Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane. Oh, I totally missed that joke. Go- you did. Oh, my God. I'm well, sorry. Rewind that's, it. That's you can listen up. to it yeah, again yeah. and laugh Ooh. later. But the second thing you're expected or suspected to believe, suspected, expected to believe or suspend your disbelief, I meant to say, is that she gains a new, essentially psychic power through scholarship. Yeah. And that's where I was like, oh, I don't think I like that. You know, I don't think I like that because it made me have flashbacks, not flash forwards, but it made me have flashbacks like Independence Day that anybody that came in contact with the aliens was suddenly like, oh, having President Lone Star style headaches and are capable of visions. You see, see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I got can... a little frustrated by that. Okay. So I want to, so <laughs> I, Safe. I really liked that twist like speaking of m night hackle uh hack m night hackle man yeah. m night hackle man m night uh throttle on point they brought in the physicist guy and they were like work with her and solve all these problems and he basically sat there the whole time going while she figured out everything linguistically towards the very ends they're standing in the field and jeremy renner says you know it wasn't the heptopods coming here that was the most important moment of my life it was when I met you. That would have been the stupidest moment if the other stupidest moment hadn't happened. I actually, in the theater, <laughs> as loud as I could, went. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't earned. No. It, was, it was almost as it was almost as poorly earned as Superman and Lois Lane's relationship <laughs> in Man of Steel. It was Maybe almost just as her. poorly yeah. contrived as I'm Joe Scientist and I'm linguistics expert and we're not from the same world, but we'll get along. And blah, 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 blah. But they had Bullshit like 40 stereotype. seconds in the back. Total waste of a talent. I kept getting distracted. I was following the path his eye was taking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's got blue eyes. Did you know that? One blue east, one blue west. <laughs> you never heard that before? Anyway. But it's a closed loop where the heptopods knew exactly what they needed to do to dispel exactly enough information and no more than that. And so they all need to do exactly what's right. It seems like it's kind of a stretch, but that's the thing with time travel. Why wouldn't the heptopods just not let the assholes with the bombs get on the ship? Thank you. <laughs> and with that, we're out of time. <laughs> we got to give it a grade. Kyle right? gets the last word. No, we're he, gonna... did the, he did like the... <laughs> dun, dun, oh, dun, man, that dun. was beautiful. Because I don't even give a shit about any of that stuff, so I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying it to be funny. And today, James, what are we doing? Movie dates. What, you and I are going on a movie date? Oh... No. Oh. Oh, that's just yeah. That's just it's, the it's the topic. Yeah, it's of the topic of the podcast. That's going what I on meant. Dates the whole to time. The movie. That's yeah. absolutely it's, what I meant. I wasn't yeah. confused yeah. at all. Or, yeah, but maybe we'll go watch football later. Yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and not rom com. If the if the dinner beforehand, I put the dinner before the movie. How about you guys? You should go to dinner first. Fuck, fuck. There's an order of operations here. Why do they say fuck, fuck? I don't know. <laughs> fucking fuck. The fucking you know? comes after the movie. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Or during, depending okay. on what theater. <laughs> here, somebody's place. Netflix and chilling. You're Netflix and chilling. <laughs> Netflix and chilling for the new age. <laughs> you know. Oh my god. Comcast and Roundtable. In my case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. That- All right. So, what was the movie then? Yeah. Alien versus Predator. Ooh. <laughs> so no. we don't recommend Aww. this method of... <laughs> no, because no, it was what was starting at that moment, and it was like 
all right, you know, sometimes theaters in New York City only have like so many screens. Yeah, it's yeah, so small. Yeah. They jammed in there. Oh fuck! I guess we've seen Alien. Like, look, grown man. What the hell? Do I, I don't want to see this shit. Like, that was a bad movie. Yeah, it was terrible. Adrian Brody. Yeah, bottoming out. I couldn't believe the, it. Didn't he do the pianist? Wasn't he once really good? Mm, yeah, Adrian Brody. He won the King Oh, the pianist. Okay, come on, Kyle. The pianist. Right, get, your, get your mind out the of the pianist, gutter. The pianist. If missed, you feel better I about that. Completely lost that in <laughs> in the accent. I was like, he did the penis. I was he like, did I didn't penis. think there was there was nudity in I, Alien I, versus I, Predator. I really thought I was gonna be able to. Talk- <laughs> I really thought I was going to be able to talk about Adrian Brody and get right past that without having to... No, sorry. Lowbrow it. Thanks, Kyle, for dragging this down. No. Thanks for ruining the Holocaust film. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is a Holocaust film. It is. It was a Valentine's Day date. Oh. oh those those could be dangerous, too. Yeah. So uh, we were planning to do dinner beforehand. Uh, we went to a very fancy uh, restaurant. So we had a very fancy dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got dressed up for the movie. Uh, he wore a suit, and I wore to the movies. Uh, yeah, I wore a nice little dress. Jeez. And the reason why is because of the film we were seeing. We went and saw Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> uh, we, That's awesome. We read the book together. <laughs> so we were like, for that, that was like, because it came out on Valentine's Day, and so of that, yeah, so we we read the books together. What are we doing? Ghostbusters. Uh, James, why don't you tell us what happens in this movie? All right. What happens in Ghostbusters? Well, what we have here is a disgruntled hotel employee who begins using these manufactured devices to... Uh, bring back the dead and have them materialize in various locations throughout the city because he wants to use these devices to rip open a portal and then the portal will bring out more ghosts and then said portal plus ghosts will bring will drag all of the fucking city and the earth down into the hell or whatever and like, oh, you yeah. know, fucking Kyle, I Every, can't do it. Everyone's shaking their heads. I can't do it. I have no idea. I can't summarize the plot. I can't even get past the goddamn villain. Uh, I couldn't even describe what the Ghostbusters do. I, I, I somebody else help me. Bust ghosts? It might be. Not really. They do bust one ghost over the course of it. Oh, wow. good god! So it's kind of Independence um, Day Resurgence. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to get that. Yeah, that was, oh my god! That was the worst decision ever. Actually, you guys spent a lot of money on garbage. I know. I, <laughs> subscribe to. Say, folks. It's just no redeeming qualities. Total garbage, Kyle. Well, I went into it uh, on a on a date night with uh, my wonderful Kira, who was then girlfriend, but is now fiance. What? Because we got engaged. Thank oh you very much. God. And with that, we're out of time. So. <laughs> In this new movie, they have a proton pack, but it doesn't really seem to be well defined, and it is then immediately abandoned for. Grenades and shit. Grenade. Yeah, in the shredder. Punishing version. <laughs> and and a train could smack a ghost into oblivion and all sorts of garbage. Uh, unfortunately, only in jumpsuits the whole time and not showing any skin. So we got to make it flashy and sexy some way. Um, yeah, that was my interpretation of that. Okay. Is that why she licked the gun? Oh. oh my gosh! <laughs> I have. Oh, I mean, you want to get into the licking of the gun? No, no not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> And I, I want to contribute to this spinal analysis. Yes. May I try? Contribute. Have something that was br- something that was brilliant about the original was. 
this fucking guy. This bell, by the way, was brought in just because everybody in the room fucking feared that I'd go off on this thing. I know, I know you. The bell, the bell was, was the the diffuser of long conversations. Yeah. All well, right. you see, can I make my point? Yes, make point. You're sorry. gonna like it. All right, fine. You're gonna like. It. So that makes perfect sense to me. I think it just made me more angry that this piece of garbage, garbage, <laughs> was put in the theaters for the masses. The witch. Oh, that's an interesting female we, character. We did that. We did that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't listen to it because I want to see the witch and I don't want oh. you guys to spoil oh, it. Oh, see it. Yeah. Yeah, you will like it. And then Shane. Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Thanks for indulging me. The characters were so shit that everybody has the same sense of humor in this movie. In the original Ghostbusters, you have uh, the dry, wisecracking Bill Murray. You have Winston, who's your blue collar, like everyday man who tries to you know keep everybody sane essentially right like I, I've seen shit that'll turn you white you know everybody the, the mayor is like a hard nosed mayor right um the EPA guy's a dickhead right in this movie everybody is what I like to call what did I write I wrote this down everybody's like uh like the fashion police style snarky uh like you know you ever read like sassy humor you know like the mayor himself was like a sassy fashion. You ever read those stupid magazines like Us or People, and at the back no. they have Fashion Police? You never read? No. Oh fuck, this is just not working out. <laughs> Ding me. <laughs> How would you describe yeah. your current mood then? Um, I'm very relaxed. This is one of my only days off in a long time where I don't have rehearsal, um, which is why I wanted to sit down and watch the movie. So I'm feeling relaxed. I have my cat uh, with me. I'm very content. And what is the cat's name? <laughs> I my feel like a shrink. <laughs> my cat's name is Orange Cat. Orange Cat. Oh, very descriptive. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, Kyle, you're up. What, what other questions you got? Boy, I like this. I, I feel like a I like shrink. this, too. This yeah. is fun. Um, you're on our podcast couch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast couch. Um, I am rehearsing for a play called A Klingon Christmas Carol. Which oh, God. Christmas Carol. <laughs> And Klingon. Wow. Um, hey, James, what are we doing? WWKJD. All right. Uh, <laughs> what, what the, what Those are all call letters. We're oh. on the radio now. Oh, yeah? Forget podcasting. Welcome back to WWKJD. Brought to you by... Sitting here with Big and the Frog. <laughs> Ribbit. <laughs> We're going radio. Should, all right. Should I, should I explain for real? <laughs> we are radio. Yeah, what the hell does right, that mean? Kyle, remember a long time ago. Uh, thank God we're out of this age. But remember when rubber <laughs> remember when rubber bracelets were a thing? Ah, yes. Fucking everybody's wearing cheap trinket bullshit around their wrists. Yes. One of the most popular ones besides cheater, liar, Lance Armstrong was... <laughs> WWJD. Correct. And What w- would Jesus do? Yes, indeed. Well, <laughs> we came up with the idea of... What well, would you know, King Jesus do? No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come out as a lying... Now, anyway. All right. <laughs> well, w- after a good start yeah. here. <laughs> anyway. WWKJD, what would Kyle and James do? Ah, yes. We- Mm-hmm. Which, all right, it might. It might not because you might walk the stream and somehow the witch has some curse on you and you wind up back where you started, just like mm-hmm. what happened to him. Then uh, I said this to my sister the night we were in the theater <laughs> when my sister was throwing fucking M&Ms at stupid kids who were making fun of the movie and everything like that. I said, you light that fucking place on fire. 
I, I know it was raining, but you can start a fire in the rain. I don't care. You can, you can, if you're resourceful enough, you could do that. And if I'm desperate enough and supernatural shit is happening in the nighttime, you, they were relatively safe during the day. During the day, nothing happened except like supernatural walking in loops. But oh my god, while the movie's going on, I turn to my sister, like fucking light a huge fire, like like a ecosystem level threat fire, <laughs> like the a type of fire that would make the news, yeah. that would cause rescue helicopters to fly in, that would cause teams to like swarm in and try to, t- uh-huh. and you would be, oh, you'd be found, all right. How do you not die in the fire? I'm no, curious. you just always stay at the edge of it. Okay. I'm pretty confident I wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't burn in the fire. Yeah, no. Oh. The movie. Mm-hmm. Castaway. Oh, I was going to ask about Castaway. The character. Yes. Wilson. <laughs> no, you know what? You're Fuck a volleyball. It. I, I didn't want to. <laughs> I am gonna I'm gonna say that the one thing that bothers me about the end of that movie is that how quickly a decision is made. Yes, she in like a fucking ten minute span, you know, shows how much she still loves him by kissing him passionately in the rain and uh-huh. and hesitating in the moment. And, oh god! Ah, I just felt like making a sleep. <laughs> but the- I'm gonna give you scream. Hmm. You're in Scream. You're Drew Barrymore. <laughs> you answer the phone at the beginning uh-huh. of the movie, and you are in the exact same situation. You're getting played with on the phone, and then shit starts to get real, real fast. What do you do? Here's what you do. <clears throat> you Everybody should have a contingency plan like this, I feel. We talked about this the other day at work. Like, you don't have a contingency plan for if somebody breaks in your house? You don't have a contingency plan for an earthquake? Yeah, of course I do. You find... <laughs> <laughs> you fucking... You find... In this case, it, it appeared... In, in Scream, it appeared that the, the, the harasser was sort of... Um, sort of ubiquitous in that moment, right? Like, they, right. they, they appeared to have eyes on you from all angles, right? Yes. And so if that's the case, option... You know, one of the options of just running is, is gone. Like, that, that doesn't exist anymore. Right. So what do you do? Fucking you arm yourself to the teeth and you find a place in the house that only allows one direction of someone being able to come at you and you fucking defend yourself. Boom. Mm-hmm. You don't stand in the, the like the middle of any room. You don't, certainly don't stand any next to any windows, doors, nothing like that. A corner and your arm to the teeth. There you go. And in fact, you she had a little bit of time. You could have actually created a little boundary between you and whoever's coming at you mm-hmm. by, by pulling furniture alongside. You make a little fucking... You take a stand. She was on the phone. Take a smart stand. Yeah. And Fucking you, hang up. Dial nine one one. That too. Get yourself in a good spot. While, yeah, exactly. While you're fortifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with me then? I absolutely right, agree. So we agree on that. That's one. such That's, bullshit. I wouldn't have given that any time of day for she any. She like second. stumbles around. You know, what? She, uh, should I check this glass door? <laughs> I don't even think I'd lock the doors. Honestly, I'd immediately hang up. Dial nine one one. And just get ready. She does grab a kitchen knife, doesn't she? Wait, does she? No. She fucking grabs Jiffy Pop. Yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm we got up. time for one more. Anyway. We've gotten so much backlash about Angry the tangent. arrival situation. <laughs> Everybody. It has the same paradox, people. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, go ahead, Kyle. Yes. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. It has flaws. Deal yeah. with it. <laughs> um... You're Rachel McAdams in The Notebook. <laughs> do you I drowned go with, myself in do, the ocean. Do, do you go with Cyclops or do you go with Gosling? 
You know Gosling. what I mean? Yeah? Absolutely. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Gosling. That guy, That guy fucking Cyclops is... <laughs> Yeah, no, the the, the the fire burned with Gosling. Gosling, 100%. Yeah, there's... Yeah. there's no question. Yeah, that, that's where the flame was. Yeah. All right. The Exorcist. Your child is possessed by a demon. What do you do? Or rather, is acting like they're possessed by a demon. Oh, um... <laughs> let's see. Ditch or dumpster? <laughs> <laughs> Next up. All right, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. It tells the story of... A young girl. It's a Star Wars story. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, I think the merchandise. Anyway, gave that one away. Tells the story of a girl whose father is one of the chief architects of the fucking Death Star. This is essentially Star Wars three point five, <laughs> if you want to put it in the chapter rankings, if you will. And um, well, her dad is is sort of repurposed to work for the Empire again. She runs away. Uh, she bounces around for a little while there in prison and whatnot, becoming a tough person. I don't know what. <laughs> And then uh, uh, at, at the same fucking time, uh, like the rebels are a bunch of sissies and infighting jerk offs while there's a, like an intent. Yeah, I can't. Kyle, I can't. I couldn't do it. I tried. Andrea. Andrea. Somebody help, or at least somebody help me. I Finish couldn't. It up. I couldn't do it. I got to the part where everybody's like converging on her to try to get her for some fucking. Forget it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, a bunch of prissy uh, Brits run around and are jerks. Spice to everybody. Girls. There's dinosaurs and Jurassic Park. It, and it sucks. Jurassic World. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, See the, the distinction. Uh, this movie is about space travel, but also love, and it's dumb. Interstellar. Yes. Oh, oh my God. And that's too. This one's gonna win a shitload of Oscars, even though it's, it should be called Happy Go Lucky's Rule the Fucking Planet. Apparently. La La Land. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Uh, a theater piece with a disillusioned lead who thinks he might be a superhero in some way. Oh, I should be. I should get this. Uh, he thinks he might be the K-Pax. No, <laughs> that motherfucker thought he's an alien. This movie is about a boat that sinks. Uh, you've got to uh, be kidding me. <laughs> oh, Titanic! Oh, yes, my God. Jesus. Uh, stunned-looking, goofy, slack-jawed teen and a bunch of uh, supernatural creatures. Star Wars? No, no, no. Think, <laughs> think of the... the uh... Uh, Twilight. Yep. <laughs> uh, this is a movie about the Holocaust. Uh, Soul Plane. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. <laughs> Kyle, we ended with a bang there. Wow, yeah. <laughs> movie, movie Taboo produces a lot of laughs. Movie Taboo is pretty great. Movie, oh, movie, my yeah, I, I love Movie Taboo. <laughs> well, Fine. there you have it. Best of Loud on the Set, Volume 3. Lots of guest stars, lots of laughs. Kyle, you were on fire on this episode. Uh, that on was this good. Volume. There, Kyle, Kyle and you two, I feel like he's loosened up a little bit. Oh. A lot of funny voices, a lot of... Uh, a lot of letting loose. A lot more cursing, by the way. Oh. A, a lot more. Wow. You don't feel like you've... Uh... I don't know. Maybe it speaks to an underlying psyche issue. That... <laughs> we'll figure it out. Let's analyze. Next time. <laughs> all right. All you loyal listeners, um, get ready. We're already building volume four. 
Already. Um, it's happening. Oh, baby. Thank you all so much for listening. You're what makes this possible. We do it for you, believe it or not. Absolutely. A little bit for ourselves. Mostly for you. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed Loud on the Set. Uh, best of Loud on the Set, Volume 3. Uh, we sure did. Thanks again so much for listening. Check us out on YouTube and iTunes. Anywhere you find podcasts, we're there. Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. Thanks again for listening, and have a great, wonderful rest of your day. See you later. And cut.